Hello and welcome to the Sky U Podcast by the Daily Gopher. I'm Chris, go away you fur. With me this week is Andy, Gopher Guy 05. Hello everybody. Well, I mean, we're, let's just get right to it. That was an exciting weekend of hockey for the Gophers. Uh, there, Andy. Yeah, no, they uh, they they showed up. I mean, it, it was uh, a little alarming there for about a period and a half against UMass in their their opener, but uh, they got it figured out in the third period in overtime, and then uh, pretty much a uh, well two out of three periods of great hockey against Western Michigan. They got they got a little lucky there in the second period that uh, that that Western Michigan goal didn't come back to to count and haunt them. But uh, otherwise, uh, they legitimately probably played four periods this weekend where they definitely looked like a team that could win the national championship. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to have to play probably six periods like that if they want to win the NCAA championship here in a week and a half. But, uh, you know, we off to a really good start. If you were to kind of break down the things that you were happiest with, um, the, the what the strongest parts of the play were for the Gophers, what would those be? I mean, when they when they got into their own system, they looked really, really good. I mean, uh, the the offensive zone possession, once they figured out how to do that against UMass, and especially in the first and third period against Western Michigan, once they did that, they looked great. They were putting lots of chances on goal, and frankly, probably the only reason they won by one goal against UMass and, and, and you know, only won 3 nothing against Western Michigan was the play of uh, the opponent's goalies. I mean, Minnesota had lots of really, really, really great chances. Um, but, you know, they have, they have to be able to stay in that system. Uh, you know, when they were playing UMass's game there for a while, um, it didn't go so well. And Minnesota's had a tendency to, to try and do that at times. Um, so that's going to be something that, that Bob Motzko is really going to work on them here this week in practice and basically say, hey, play your game. If you play your game, you can compete against any team in the country. When you play other teams' games, that's when you get in trouble. And that's what Minnesota State, their opponent in the uh, Final Four, uh, is really going to try and, and get them to do is, is to play that defensive plotting style of game um, where this Gopher team is not meant to play one of those 1-0, 2-1 type of games. They'd much rather play a 4-3, 5-2 uh, type of game. So as you alluded, uh, the Frozen Four, not this weekend. Uh, everyone remember that the way the NCAA does this is because the uh, men's basketball uh, and women's basketball Final Fours are this weekend. They always make sure to have uh, hockey skip a weekend. So April 7th, um, Thursday, April 7th, uh, is when the Gophers will face uh, Minnesota State in the Frozen Four. There's been a recent change that was supposed to be on ESPN2, but thanks to uh, that Thursday now being opening day for Major League Baseball after the lockout, uh, they have been bumped down to ESPNU. So if you're planning on watching that game, make sure you have ESPNU in your TV package through whoever your provider is. If necessary, you can get a real inexpensive or free uh, uh, trial period to um, FUBU TV or YouTube TV, one of the streaming providers if you need to, uh, to get yourself some ESPNU. Back to, you know, kind of the details of that matchup. When you talk about... Um, Minnesota State wanting to bring the Gophers into a kind of a plotting defensive. Is is their system very similar to, say, Notre Dame's, uh, or do they run uh, a, a different kind of slow plod? 
Uh, and yet, so yeah, they are. They're pretty similar to Notre Dame. In fact, if you saw um, Minnesota State beat Notre Dame one nothing in the game to advance to the Frozen Four in their region final, so they they do play that. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna put that neutral trap on. Um, you know, where you saw the Gophers struggle at times against UMass specifically, but a little bit against Western Michigan. Um, is when they couldn't connect passes through the middle of the ice. When Minnesota wasn't doing a whole bunch in transition. They needed to be able to get the puck from their end to their opponent's end and get possession in the offensive zone and, and maintain possession and then set up their offense. That's how a majority of their goals, I think all but probably one, were scored this weekend. Um, Mankato State's going to do their damnedest to get in the middle and not allow Minnesota to do that. They're going to try and basically have the Gophers to dump it in, dump it in, but then make sure that they get down there and, and get possession of the puck before the Gophers can, in so which case you're just playing a, a neutralized back-and-forth type of game. Um, you know, Minnesota wants to be able to make those passes across center ice and be able to get zone entry and, and sustain possession. Um, with this trap, and we've seen the Gophers struggle against teams that play this defensive trap before, um, you know, just take last year, the same Minnesota State team. They bring back a vast majority of the team. They beat the Gophers 4-0 in the Loveland Region Final, and Minnesota really never looked like they were in the game. They got outplayed completely by the Mavericks. So Minnesota is definitely looking for payback this year. And hopefully with the extra week and a half, instead of having to play them, you know, on a, on a day after, you've got a week and a half to prepare for them. Uh, Bob Motzko and, and, and his crew can come up with a good offensive game plan where they can try and figure out how to break through that trap and do that offensive possession that they need. Because I think if Minnesota is going to win this game, they're going to have to have success. I, I, you know, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think Minnesota wins a one nothing game against the Mavericks. I don't think they win a 2-1 game. If the Gophers are going to win, I think they're going to have to score at least three, and I think that's where it's going to come down to. They're going to have to be able to figure out a way to get through that trap, get possession, and run their offense in that offensive zone because that's where they can set up those great passes and, and one-timers for, for Ben Myers or for now Aaron Huglin on that line has been a great addition. He played great with the, the Nyes and Myers line this weekend. Um, and we're going to have to get some offense from that, that senior laden line, the, the Sammy Walker, Blake McLaughlin and Bryce Brodzinski line. Um, you know, as, as anybody who's followed this gopher hockey team up and down the last couple of years, uh, the Walker and McLaughlin line, when they're hot, they are hot, but when they're held in check, they're invisible out there in the ice at times. And I don't think they had a single point on the weekend. Um, it was all the, the Nyes, Myers, Hugo line that was creating all the offense. And, and Minnesota State plays a tough defensive game. They're going to key in on that top line. Um, so Minnesota's probably going to need to get a goal or two from their second or third lines this weekend or next weekend if they're going to advance and uh, try and play for their first title since 2003. Looking at what uh, lies beyond uh, Minnesota State in the joyful world where the Gophers pick up a win on Thursday night, you've got Michigan and Denver. What do you see? Uh, who do you think you see coming out of that matchup? I'll talk about the complete opposite of what you're going to do. You're going to go from playing a defensive plotting team to uh, just like you, how you want to play, you're going to see an offensive team that likes to go up and down the ice. Uh, I mean, I think Michigan's still got to be the favorite. I mean, they have the most. NHL-ready talent. We've seen what they can do when they're on. Uh, you know, the Wolverines beat the Gophers, obviously, 4-3 in the Big Ten title game, jumped up to a 4-1 lead, completely outclassed the Gophers for, for two periods. Um, but we've seen Minnesota hold their own against this team, too. So, I mean, I think 
I think as Gopher fans, you'd love to get another shot at the Wolverines because you know you can beat them if you play your right game. You just need to be able to to control the mistakes and not let Michigan beat you in transition, which killed the Gophers in the Big Ten championship game. They made a couple of mistakes at center ice. The Wolverines jumped on them, and they were down 4-1 before they had a chance to, to make the Furious comeback. Uh, Denver's going to play much the same way. They they have a, a goalie who's played really well uh, in the NCHC, but they will attack on offense. I mean, they will they will take advantage of your mistakes, and they will not hesitate to put two or three pucks behind your goalie in a hurry if you give them that opportunity. So uh, I think that will be a great game, but it's going to be probably the exact opposite style that you're going to see from the Minnesota-Minnesota State game in the, in the other semifinal. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, who can then change their game to adapt uh, for, for play for the title, whoever advances. So um, I, I do think, you know, arguably you've got four of the best teams in the country. Sometimes in this tournament with the one and done situation, you get a you get a fluky team in there. But I mean, we've seen fluky teams win the title. They just get hot at the right time. It happens. But I do think overall you've got probably four of the five top most talented teams in the country. Minnesota has been good for most of the year. Michigan has been good for most of the year. Minnesota State's been in the top two or three all year long. And Denver struggled a little bit early, but has really come on since uh, since the holiday break. Um, you know, all four of these teams, I think, I think you could argue all four of them could easily win the tournament. Um, all four of them, none, nothing would be an upset anymore. Uh, all would have legitimate claims to, uh, to taking home the title. So it should be really, really fun here uh, a week from Thursday and a week from Saturday to see uh, who pulls out the title. Well, hockey's not the only gopher squad in the NCAA uh, tournament, uh, the postseason for their sport, gymnastics. Uh, starts their postseason journey tomorrow. Is that correct? Yeah, Thursday afternoon. Uh, the Gophers uh, are at the Norman, Oklahoma regional. Uh, and the way the NCAA does their regionals is it's uh, it's an eight team in the regional, so they have the uh, the they're split into uh, groups of four. So you have uh, basically via seed. Uh, Minnesota is the number eight overall seed. Um, so in this in this regional, the Norman, Oklahoma regional, you have the number one seed, Oklahoma, uh, eight seed Minnesota, the nine seed California, the 16 seed Arizona State, and then four unseeded teams in Boise State, Utah State, Arkansas, and uh, West Virginia. So uh, they get split into two pods. So it'd be uh, Minnesota will be in one session with Cal, Boise State, and Utah State, and then the other will be Oklahoma, Arizona State, and two of the other unseeded teams. Those those events will take place Thursday. It'll be your typical, you know, all four rotations. You'll get a full team score. Uh, the top two teams in each uh, grouping on Thursday will then come together to compete on Saturday in the regional final. And the top two teams at that regional final will then advance to the NCAA championships, which will be in two weeks down in Fort Worth. Uh, the Gophers last year as the eighth seed uh, made their first trip to the NCAA finals since I believe 2013 or 2014 ended up finishing eight overall, but um, they made it there and they definitely have the potential to do that again. Uh, now, you know, as we said, only the top two teams will advance actually through there. So when you've got number one, Oklahoma, who's the obvious favorite to advance, that means between number eight, Minnesota, number nine, California, and number 16, Arizona State, only one of those three teams is probably moving on uh, to the NCAA championship. So the Gophers are going to have to be on. Um, they cannot have the slip-ups that we've seen at some point later in the season. I mean, the, the Big Ten championships, Minnesota finished fourth because they had two other gymnasts fall off the beam. 
that won't cut it. If that happens in the region finals, you're done. You're not moving on. You, you cannot come back from a mistake like that. So, uh, you know, Minnesota, we know about their, their stars, Lexi Ramler, Ona Loper, Maya Hooten. Um, they're, they're going to shine. They're going to show out, but they're going to need some of those lower gymnasts in their, in their ranks, you know, the fourth and fifth scorers on, on the bars, on the beam, they're going to need to put up big scores. They're going to need to put up nine sevens, nine seven fives, nine eights. If Minnesota wants to try and, and advance to the full national championships here in two weeks. Um, the good news is, is that, uh, even if the team does not make it out of the Norman region, uh, you're going to see several of these individual athletes be able to compete. I believe they, the NCAA championships always takes the top um, top 10, I think, individuals who didn't qualify in both individual events and all the rounds. So uh, Ona Loper, Lexi Rambler, Maya Hooten, they've already uh, punched their tickets. They will be competing for individual titles for sure uh, in the all-around title at the uh, NCAA championships. But we'd love to have the full Gopher team joining them in, in Fort Worth in two weeks. Well, continuing the postseason, no Gophers uh, in this one, but certainly a Minnesota connection. Uh, the women's Final Four is being held in the Twin Cities. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, we're Minnesotans. We love a good uh, one-of-us story. You've got uh, Paige Becker's uh, star uh, for UConn uh, coming to Minis- back home to Minnesota for the women's uh, Final Four. Yeah, the uh, the media blitz started immediately after UConn upset NC State in double overtime. Uh, in fact, the Star Tribune sent Chips Goggins out to cover that regional. That should tell you how much they were drooling over UConn coming here this weekend. Um, that they 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 don't send you know they, they don't send reporters or columnists out to cover most of the Gopher sports road trips anymore. But they sent somebody out for the for the women's regional to see if uh, if UConn can come back. So, um, but yeah, it will be uh, UConn and Stanford in the second semifinal Friday night at, at eight thirty. Uh, South Carolina and Louisville both number one seeds in the, in the first one at six o'clock. I think South Carolina's got to be the runaway favorite to uh, take this home. Uh, Don Staley, uh, as their coach, has got this team uh, playing ridiculously well. Um, and it, it should be great. It should be a full house at Target Center Friday night, and then for the title game Sunday night. Uh, the championship game was originally supposed to be 5 o'clock. Now it got bumped up to prime time because baseball season got delayed. So uh, they're going to get their, their prime time shot on ESPN. Um, I think we're going to see a couple of great games. I will be there in person covering on the blog, so you'll see some some coverage on the blog this weekend, even though it doesn't involve anything Minnesota. Uh, but we'll be there to just sort of give the uh, experience of a, of a big national event here in the Twin Cities. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, I, I imagine it's going to be a, a loud home uh, UConn crowd uh, on Friday night. I mean, I, everybody loves the one of us. Everybody loves Paige Beckers. The, the media is fawning over here like no other. Uh, she will probably have giant puff pieces in, in, you know, both, both newspapers and, and every local TV station when, uh, when they meet the media here, I think, uh, tomorrow and Thursday, um, she will be front and center, no doubt. And, and the Twin Cities media will, will fawn all over her and, and rightfully so she's, you know, the, the best athlete, arguably you can, say that the uh, Twin Cities has turned out in some time. Sorry, Jalen Suggs, Charlie. Sorry, Chet Holmgren. You uh, you just don't quite have the, the 
quite the uh, the passion pomp and that uh, that Paige Beckers does. So um, it should be it should be a really fun weekend of basketball. There's lots of cool events in and around the Twin Cities if you're looking for things to do. Um, they've got a fan fest down at the convention center. Uh, they've got a party out on on First Avenue right in front of Target Center all weekend long. Um, it, it should be really fun. The weather's going to be mediocre, but you know, it wouldn't be a, a Minnesota <laughs> national event if it was 70 and sunny in, in early April. So yes, no, that, that would be off brand. Can't, can't be off brand when it comes to national events. Sports writers need to be able to complain about Minnesota weather. It, it was ever thus. Well, and, and, and that'll be the interesting thing is that, I mean, obviously, you know, being having media credential, I'm seeing where, you know, where all the national media is staying. And it's like, okay, you can literally walk everywhere you're trying to go in the skyways, or they literally have media shuttles to get them the two and a half blocks from city center to the target center. So in theory, all these national people don't actually have to step outside and, and walk a single block on the, uh, on the streets of Minneapolis if they don't want to. So um, luckily we, we got done with our snow today, so it should be back to all just melting by, by the weekend. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sure there'll be some grumbling about the, the weather and, and wishing that they were in a, a much more warm weather location like New Orleans or, or Houston or something like that. But, you know, sorry. Sorry, sorry, people. Well, and uh, kind of close out with uh, some events that do have a Gopher connection. You've got uh, members of the men's and women's basketball teams uh, competing in the three and three. Uh, in both, is it are they both playing three and three, or are there one in the three and three and one in the three point contest? Yeah, so uh, Peyton Willis of the Gopher men's team uh, is playing in the three-on-three championship, the Big Ten MAC combined team uh, down in New Orleans, running at the same time as as the Final Four down there. Uh, If you vaguely remember Nate Mason when the Final Four was here in 2018, uh, competed on the Big Ten squad, and they ended up winning the title, splitting 100 grand between uh, between four of them. so that was uh, that was pretty fun to watch at when that was at the, the Mall of America. I'm not sure where they're doing it down in New Orleans, but Peyton Willis will be trying to bring home the bag and bring home the cash uh, for for himself. Um, you can watch a lot of those games. I think most of them are going to stream on, live on Twitter at 3x3u on Twitter uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and I think uh, some initial games in the final will be on ESPN2 as well. So uh, we'll be able to tweet that out for you once it happens. And then, yeah, on the women's side, um, the I believe Thursday night, is they, they do the skills contest, the college senior, uh, the slam dunk, and the three-point contest. Um, I did see Brad Davison is competing in the three-point contest on the men's side. But on the women's side, we'll be all rooting for, for Deja Winters, the uh, Gopher senior who transferred in this year from NC uh, Greensville. Uh, had a real nice super senior season for the Gophers. Um, and she will be comp- one of eight women competing in the three-point contest. So hopefully uh, she can show off and, and bring home some more cred to the, uh, the Gopher women's team. But uh, lots and lots of basketball this weekend. I mean, the, 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 if you can't get excited about watching what should be, you know, three great men's games, three great women's games, and all the other ancillary events, um, you know, you're just not a basketball fan. So, Well, I think that's one of the best parts about this spring with, with hockey winning is, you know, Final Four weekend's always a great weekend. It's really nice to have that uh, NCAA championship excitement extend further for sure with hockey and then also possibly with gymnastics. Um, it's been a little bit since we've gotten to uh, get hyped, fully hyped for that uh, weekend after the Final Four. No, it's true. It should be it's really fun. And then, you know, before we know it, um, you know, spring football practice started this week. So we've got, we've got you know, a month.
month of April where we'll be, you know, trying to talk a little bit about these NCAA championships if they can extend our season. We've got spring football to talk about. Um, you know, we've got the, the other spring sports. Uh, we've got, you know, softball and baseball. Uh, baseball opens up Big Ten play at Rutgers this weekend. Softball went to Rutgers last weekend. They opened up Big Ten play at home this weekend against Illinois. Um, you know, we'll be paying more attention to that. Uh, track and field. I did see that the uh, the Gophers had two throwers uh, sweep the uh, Big Ten awards for Big Ten athletes of the week this week. Um, so you know that's something to watch. And, and the Big Ten track and field championships uh, in I believe early May are going to be held at the uh, the new U of M track. So that'll be something else to look forward to as we get later in the spring. But uh, but yeah, this weekend it, it's it's nothing but basketball. Uh, just uh, you know. Watch, watch what should be just a, a great action uh, from both the women and the men. And uh, as you said, you know, flip around and see all the extra stuff, whether it be the uh, the three on three tournament, the uh, three point slam dunk contest, everything like that. And if you're if you're looking for fun, uh, head down to downtown Minneapolis. There'll be there'll be lots of uh, cool things going on around here. Well, uh, keep an eye out for coverage of some of that on the blog. Uh, get ready. We're hoping to be able to ask Blake a hockey question next week in advance of the Frozen Four. Uh, no promises, but with luck, that will come to fruition. Uh, in the meantime, uh, thank you for listening to the Sky U podcast. Go Gophers. Sky U Ma. Row the boat. Mm-hmm.